you religious teachers are nothing but show-offs, and you're in for trouble. You build monuments for the prophets and decorate the tombs of good people. And you claim that you would not have taken part with your ancestors in killing the prophets. But you prove that you really are the relatives of the ones who killed the prophets. So, keep on doing everything they did. You are nothing but snakes and the children of snakes. How can you escape going to hell? I will send prophets and wise people and experts in the law of Moses to you. But you will kill them or nail them to a cross or beat them in your meeting places or chase them from town to town. That's why you will be held guilty for the murder of every good person, beginning with the good man Abel. This also includes Barakiah's son Zechariah, the man you murdered between the temple and the altar. I can promise that you people living today will be punished for all these things. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Your people have killed the prophets and have stoned the messengers who were sent to you. I have often wanted to gather your people, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you wouldn't let me. And now your temple will be deserted. You won't see me again until you say. Blessed is the one who comes. In the name of the Lord. Contemporary English Version. Christ's scathing and damning critique is against a distorted spirituality, a false Christianity, a controlling leadership that stifled and snuffed out the true worship of God. Here is what Jesus is getting at with his woe on the leadership who are so concerned with the tombs of the prophets, honoring dead people, while ignoring live people, is not good. Respecting the prophets and pastors and godly people of the past means nothing if we ignore the prophet and pastor that is right in front of our face. The surest way to hell is to give credence to those long gone yet fail to honor their teaching and the people keeping the true spirit of that instruction. It is to call evil good, and good evil. The telltale signs of hypocrisy include not practicing what they preach, rather than embodying and modeling the message. The goal I pursue is the prize of God's upward call in Christ Jesus. So, all of us who are spiritually mature should think this way, and if anyone thinks differently, God will reveal it to him or her. 16 Only let's live in a way that is consistent with whatever level we have reached. Brothers and sisters, become imitators of me and watch those who live this way, you can use us as models. Philippians 3 14-17, Seb keeping people out instead of inviting them in. I tell you for certain that I am the gate for the sheep. Everyone who came before me was a thief or a robber, and the sheep did not listen to any of them. I am the gate. All who come in through me will be saved. Through me they will come and go and find pasture. John 10 7-9, Seth. Focusing on externals and refusing to do one's own inner work. God does not see as humans see. Humans look at outward appearances, but the Lord looks into the heart. 1 Samuel 16 7, D.W. Majoring on the minors through upholding the letter of the law while forsaking the spirit of the law. You keep meticulous account books, tithing on every nickel and dime you get, but on the meat of God's law, things like fairness and compassion and commitment, the absolute basics. You carelessly take it or leave it. Careful bookkeeping is commendable, but the basics are required. Do you have any idea how silly you look, writing a life story that's wrong from start to finish, nitpicking over commas and semicolons? Matthew 23 23-24, MSG. Despite the presence of hypocrisy and the misplaced energy of people, the last word to everything is God's grace. At the end of his tirade, Jesus did something we would do well to follow, he broke into a tear-filled, heart-trending love song for his wayward people. Today's gospel lesson is not just a blast the bad guys message, it is a deep concern for people to know the true worship of God. Keeping the law only truly happens when we can connect our action to a face. For example, if we follow safety protocols at work because we have to, someone will get hurt sooner than later. But if we do it with the faces of people in mind, desiring to do what is best for them, there will likely be fewer incidents. 
Jesus wants people to honor God's law so they will live well. The Lord sees faces and the stories behind those faces. He doesn't want people damaging one another with their detached sense of moral superiority. So, let's be gracious, merciful, and kind, not only because we must, but because we desire to be compassionate toward our fellow humanity, as well as honor our God. Merciful God, help us to realize when we're being judgmental of others. Lord, I confess I am neither above you nor the master of all things. I am your servant and your child. Thank you that you have wild and abundant grace for me. Teach me your ways and help me be receptive to them, so I will not fall. I surrender all my ways, thoughts, opinions, perceptions and decisions to you, Lord Jesus. Amen.